So, Rachel. Yeah? This week, we're going to do two Discovery episodes in one episode. That's right, folks. It's a double bill. Yes, sir, we got a double bill, two for the price of one. The death may not be desirable, but it won't take us long. Yeah, let's get the series done. The patrons called for a double bill, walking through the two. When an episode feels like a sleeping pill with not enough Kirk Fu, well, we'll know what to do. So let us begin with Despite Yourself. The crew of the Discovery has been taken to a strange new world, and the crew must go to extreme lengths to blend in. Well... I cheated and looked at a picture because that didn't give me much to go on. Our amazing costumes. Yeah. I only took a glance, so I don't know who's who or what's going on. Yeah. I'm guessing they're looking for a being to replace Stamets so they can keep jumping. I remember they're in what looks like another dimension, so they'll need to blend in in order to work out how to get home. Yeah. I'm hoping for some mirror, mirror action and high sexiness. Maybe we'll get it. Let's see. Rachel watches Star Trek. Yellow alert. Yellow alert. This is the Starbase 46. Where the hell are we? Our, our sensors are recalibrating, sir. What happened here? Welcome to Rachel watches Star Trek. I am your co-host, Chris. <laughs> always starts to bow and scrape in his voice when he introduces himself. Because it's called Rachel Watches Star Trek. It's not called Chris and Rachel Watch Star Trek. I am your humble servant, Chris Lackey. It's <laughs> only so Rachel Watches Star Trek subtitle because Chris made her. Oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because Chris made her. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because she loves Chris is the subtitle. <laughs> and wow. I'm Rachel Lackey. <laughs> Welcome to my show, only my show. Yes. Well, this episode was directed by our very own Riker. Jonathan Franks, yeah. He uh, has directed many episodes of The Next Gen. Oh. So he starts getting into directing pretty early on. Nice. And he directs a lot of Discovery. Yeah, he's got the goods. We begin uh, with the Discovery crew after Stemet's final jump, trying to find out where they are. The star charts look right, but no man-made signals check out. A vessel approaches and starts to fire its Vulcan. Ooh. Now, while defending themselves, they get a call from the USS Cooper referring to the Vulcans as rebels. Weird, says Lorca, because the Cooper is supposed to be having a refit. Oh, looks like we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Any Wizard of Oz, you just shoehorn it right in there. Which, by the way, is our upcoming bonus content for this month, because yes. it's a little birthday treat to us, me. Saru confirms that the quantum signature is different. They're in a parallel universe. We kind of guessed that from last episode, didn't we? Yeah. But not that the Vulcans were going to be the rebels. In Sick Bay, Tilly talks to an out-of-it Stamets. Colbert catches him from falling when he stumbles, but Stamets throws Colbert across the room with super strength, it looked like. Uh, mycelial super strength, yeah, oh sure. <laughs> Those spores be strong. Still radiating love, though, Culber leads him back to bed. Lorca then rocks up, and we get this scene. I know you blame me for this. Ain't it right? I'm his captain, and I'm responsible for his well-being. Yes, you were. Fortunately, his well-being falls to me now. I'm afraid not decided to hand his case over to another doctor. No. Medicine requires professional objectivity, Dr. Culber, and your bias, your personal bias compromises that. It compromises his recovery. Oh, suddenly you care about protocol. You wanted me to fake Stamets' medical records as a smokescreen. I bought you time so that you could push him into all those jumps and break the Klingon cloak. So he did. So we did. I'm the most qualified to care for him. Do you even want him to get better? Or did you want all of this to happen? You're clearly too emotional to be able to handle this. Maybe I let my emotions carry me away, my need to win the war. Look where it got us. You have your orders. Well, I'm glad Culber very calmly let him know what he thinks of him. Yeah. Gosh, that guy's composed. He's got a job to do. He's a professional. He's Starfleet. Yeah. 
So now they need to find a Klingon data core in the wreckage all around them to gather information about this universe. So who better than traumatized Tyler? <laughs> Send him on his own to pilot it. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, that's my big beef with this season of Discovery is the fact that they let him do anything. When he has that breakdown on yeah. the sarcophagus. That's enough. That was... One strike and you're put to the back of the queue, at least. Yeah. Of people going on essential solo missions. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty he's crazy. not even been with them long. Why is he always the one getting chosen for stuff? Because he's the main character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out later from Culber, maybe it's the next episode, that he checked out psych-wise when he came back. Yeah. And they thought, oh, well. Yeah. The signals show he's fine. <laughs> well, there's some cool technology he's got on his arms and hands, a way to um, laser and maneuver things around mm -hmm. really yeah. cool from a distance yeah. as well as piloting it but he's having flashbacks all the while so he's flying erratically which Locker and burnham notice yeah eventually he gets the data core tyler confronts laurel in the brig flashing back to surgeries as he does so she's calm and soothing persuading him to unlock her and he does she really seems to believe that they have an emotional romantic relationship yes and he starts to speak klingon back to her uh -oh. talking about kalish and he comes back to reality and surprises her. She's like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be able to do that. I thought this was on. Yeah, and he locks her up at phaser point. Oh, man. So she's mind controlling him, as far as we know at this point. Yes. Into being a Klingon warrior and mm -hmm. into releasing her. Tyler tells Burnham about some of what he's experiencing. He agrees to tell Locke about it, but only when he's ready. Because apparently a diagnosis of PTSD means being quarantined until grounded. And he's determined to stay helpful. Mm, you're yeah. not, though, are you? You're, you're good at stuff, but everyone else is as well. Just yeah, take just a break. Let other people do it. I know you're mind-controlled, but he's not in this moment, is he? Doesn't seem to be, no. And he knows some dangerous stuff's going on, and he almost let Laurel out. Does he know that? Yeah. I don't um, know how much of it he's conscious of when mm, he comes back to himself. True. Tilly finds Vulcan technology inside the data core. Mm -hmm. Which is strange that... A Klingon ship would have Vulcan tech in it. Mm. Burnham updates Lorca. The universe is under the Terran Empire. Ooh. So obviously the episode Mirror Mirror. Yeah. It's a call back to that. Nice. We do have Mirror Mirror episodes on Deep Space Nine and in Star Trek Enterprise as well. Yeah. But for you, this is the first time you've seen the Mirror Universe since the original series. She also reveals that they all have counterparts there. So they've got evil versions of themselves in that universe. Yeah, great. The Terran Empire is a evil mirror version of the Federation, and they're fascist and racist, and they're an empire, and they hate all non-humans. It's quite Star Wars. The rebels and the empire. Oh, right, yeah. The best of both worlds. It's a Star Wars Star Trek Christmas. <laughs> they get a hail from the ISS Cooper, which I believe is the Imperial Starship. Oh. Yeah. They've got to sound convincing. Scrambling, they discover that Tilly is actually the captain of the Discovery in this universe. <laughs> and we get this. Hello, this is Captain Tilly. What the he heck hell? What the hell? Hold your horses. This is Captain Sponeman. Why the delay in responding, Discovery? I was indisposed. Everything okay over there, Discovery? You made quick work of those rebels, and we got the stragglers. Any reason you're still hanging around? Expecting more kills? Trying to keep them all to yourself? We're experiencing mechanical issues. Need a hand? We're not far. Why are you not on screen? Mechanical issues? Here's my chief engineer. How you doing, Captain? Everything squared away here? We get Lorca in the clip doing his Scottish accent <laughs> as the engineer, because as you all know, Scottish <laughs> all people are Scottish. That was delightful. <laughs> oh, what a breath of fresh air. I could do with some more of that. Is there anything that Tilly can't do or Mary can, can't do? To uh, no, no, no. enjoy her. She's perfect. Well, apparently Tilly killed her superior while he was in bed recovering from flu. Mm -hmm. This version of her anyway. Yeah, yeah. Then we have a makeover montage <laughs> with new uniforms being replicated, I guess. Yeah. Lots of gold leather armor. And maybe a bit Amazonian because it's kind of a half breastplate. Yeah. And trays of badges, which on After Trek they were at pains to say were all individual. And that some of them mean you've got 100 kills or 50 kills oh, or right. you've been injured in battle and that kind of thing. Oh, Good wow. for them. You know, you've got to get into it. And you can sell them, you know, I imagine as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I also like the fact that how it's 
gold. If you remember in the original episode, yeah. Mirror Mirror, they had like the little gold lame highlights to their uniforms. So yeah. I felt like it was a, a nod to that. Burnham finds out that the Senju still exist and that she is supposed to be the captain, or at least she was the captain, but she Ooh. is but missing and presumed dead. Yeah, Lorca was a traitor. He tried to kill the emperor. Oh. And he is supposedly dead as well, but his, his ship was ex- exploded, so they, they figure he's dead. Wow, so maybe he's kind of a goodie in this universe then. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Cool. What does that make this version of him then? <gasps> Ooh. Lorca calls it destiny that people still ended up serving together, even in a, such a different universe. Makes and she sense. says, nah, nah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> Lorca lays out his plan. Find out how the USS Defiant got into this universe. So that's another ship from the original one that got in and out. Yes, that's from Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, which, something for the fans there. Yes, which gets really confusing because it's actually from this period of Star Trek history, but then it goes back in time and goes into a mirror. It's very complicated. Oh my gosh. So this is in the hope they will then find a way out themselves. They'll pose as their mirror counterparts, hoping they don't bump into them, to get on a Terran ship with Burnham pretending to bring Lorca back as a prisoner. That's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, really dangerous. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Before taking command of the Shenju. The ovaries of these people. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what other options they've got, but boom. Yeah, they're really putting it on the line there. Tyler has Colbert examine him. They have already ruled out brainwashing when he first came onto the ship. It's cool that they have a test for that. Yeah, the good old psycho tricorder strikes again for the second time ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stamets yells out, stay out of the palace. The enemy is here. Mm. What does that mean? And also earlier, Saru's ganglia went up when Tyler came past. Mm. If you see something, say something. Say something. That's right. You know, put those posters up because we've said this a few times now. <laughs> Tilly kits up as Captain Killy, which is one of her nicknames, yeah, apparently. Her pseudonyms. With straightened asymmetrical hair, she says her mum would have liked. Mm. It does look cool, though, because it's so thick and then it's got all these different choppy Layers to Layers it. To it mm-hmm. Yeah. She worries that she won't project strength. But Burnham says this whole society runs on fear because you could be stabbed in the back at any moment. Their confidence is painted rust, whereas you have got the strength and the trust of all of us behind you. Yeah. That was a really nice speech. That was good, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. That, I like that difference there. Well, that's the whole idea of society. Society works because most people are trustworthy and you can trust that you're not going to get stabbed or robbed most of the time obviously these things do happen but they are the exception not the rule you can have confidence rather than fear based projection of confidence yeah Lorca arrives in a Fonzie jacket <laughs> and nuts himself in the nose for authenticity Ooh. he just smashes his face oh. right into the wall really oh does. my god people usually ask someone to punch them at least don't they but he just goes for it yeah I, I don't think I could do that <laughs> Tilly takes command of the bridge and hails the Senju, speaking to Ops Officer Danby Connor. Do we know Connor, by the way? He died on the Senju at the Battle of the Binary Stars. He said he showed up thinking he was going to be an ensign, and he was really excited to see he was the acting captain of the ship when he got there. (laughs) Burnham tells him to come there immediately, and he goes, well, it's easier if you come to us. Uh, He snaps order pretty quick because Tilly says if she were his captain, she'd cut out his tongue and use it to clean her boots. (laughs) Yeah. She's got into this role pretty quickly. Yeah. We can see the nuances of her going, oh, am I getting away with this? This stuff's just coming out. (laughs) Connor eventually agrees to meet up with them. Colbert updates Tyler on the scans he's been doing of him as requested. The scar tissue around every organ in his body. He's been physically modified. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Not just tortured internally. And there's another personality present. Yeah. So Culber wants to ground Tyler, which is the last thing he wants, and certainly the last thing the mind control part of him wants. Mm-hmm. So Tyler snaps his neck and kills him. Yep. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I just assumed that he'll be back in some form, <laughs> whether it's the mirror <laughs> version of him we take home uh-huh. or something. Yeah. I don't think they're setting up this marriage and this character for us to just yeah. be done with him. So I didn't feel too sad. There was some hate at the time from fans and concerned that they leaned into the bury your gaze trope. But spoiler alert for me while reading Memory Alpha for this episode, he will be back. He does so, come back. So, yeah. yeah, that's yay. Yeah. I think a pretty cool way that they have him come back. I mean, it's a bit of a... I'm going to spoil it. It's not parallel universe. It's him. So, Good. Yeah. Even though he is 
incredibly intelligent and competent. Once he knew this about Tyler, don't have that consultation on your own with him. No. You know he's got another personality yeah. in there. Yeah, the stupid don't, experts on this one are so kind of yeah. high, yeah. And aren't there any cameras in sickbay? Yeah, I would think that Come the on, whole guys. ship would have cameras in it all, mm. always. But, you know, I guess there's privacy. Privacy is an, yeah. is an issue. The Senju arrives and Burnham and Lorca beam over with Tyler as Burnham's bodyguard. Lorca is escorted to the agonizer's room where people are standing in booths oh. and are being shocked and they're just screaming. Oh. And Lorca's going to be in there next. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's what they're going to do to him. They're going to torture him for a long time. And, man, he's sucking it up. He's just oh. going, okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> Should have given him some painkillers before he got there or something. Oh, well, maybe they would detect it or they would oh. know or I don't know. But they can't detect that they're completely different people from who they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a molecular level, they could yeah. detect it, but they just don't scan for that kind of stuff. Roll but they want to know if you've taken a couple of paracetamols, so they're scanning for that. Well, if you're going to torture somebody, you want to make sure you're torturing oh, them. I'm, I'm yeah. sure the agonizer, it's nuanced in its oh, torture man. because if it's too much, they'll just pass out. Mm. So it's got to be right at that threshold oh. where it's going to keep you awake and be painful. Oh, man. Burnham has to get on a turbo lift with Connor going up to the bridge, and he complains that the crew are more loyal to her. There's a way to show that he's worthy of being mm. in command, and he pulls a knife on her. And they fight. She kicks his ass because, of course, it's, Burn <laughs> it's Burnham. The turbo lift opens. The body falls out, and then everybody looks shocked. <laughs> then slow, slow clap. clap. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was supposed to make me laugh, but it, I, it, it did. It did. Yeah. it did. You need a bit of levity, don't you? Yeah. Burnham later retires to her fancy quarters, finding Tyler there. He promises to protect her no matter what. In the agonizer, Lorca just standing there screaming oh. while freaking Burnham and Tyler make it out. <laughs> oh, goodness. Poor guy. <laughs> what a raw deal he got. <laughs> Oh, boy. And that's the end of that. Concepts. So we've got the Mirror Universe again. So it's TOS blended with Star Wars. Yes. Sure. sure. The fascist theme is done to death. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it's something that still exists in our society, mm, in our world. You take a dictator who kills everybody and wears cool uniforms and you've got yourself a fascist. That's the I fascist guess. MO, man. Yeah. Like, that's just humanity. It tends to go towards fascism unless you snip it oh, in the bud. Oh, goodness. But why do they always have to look so cool? They make it look like we're the best. We're awesome. Mm. It's on the outside. We're going to take care of you. We're going to fix all the problems. You get this beautiful uniform custom made for you because you're so special. Yeah. Now go and kill that, that was when Hitler took over and those Nazi rallies, people were blown away mm. by them. They were like, like Ooh, whoa. They're organized. These guys have it together. Yeah. I want uh, in. Uh, yeah. And th like that shows power. That shows strength. And mm. then that leads more to it. So you're saying it has to be this way. It has to be that way. <laughs> it was an interesting twist that the paths have diverged more than they did in TOS. Mm -hmm. Whereas we just kind of came onto the equivalent enterprise in Mirror Mirror, didn't we? And they, mm -hmm. they just had their counterparts, but they all worked in the same roles, I think, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Tilly as captain, which no one could see coming except for the fact that she's so brilliant. Mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah. she's the least ruthless person you could ever imagine in her, in the current state. I guess if she's an opposite, then, you know, since she's so sweet, her opposite version would be extra evil. Right. Uh, different fates for the Shenju and for Lorca's ship as well. Yeah. So it, it's so different, but yet some people are still working on the counterpart ship in the same role, which is very bizarre, mm. really. Yeah. Well, you can't have a true opposite because then... You ain't got no story. Yeah, everything would just be weird. You've got the fear-based versus the trust-based society and what that leads to. Unlike Spock, Mira Burnham was completely different. Mm. Remember how Spock was, one, was the only one who was pretty much consistent yeah. in the mirror universe because he was still logical but mm. logical in the context of being part of an empire to survive there but yeah. but to do as little harm as was logical yeah i hated them killing culber but yeah. as we know it's going to be all right you know he doesn't come back this season so i wonder if they did plan on killing him off and then mm. the uproar the writers claim that they did intend to bring him back. Okay. Yeah, one of the writers is gay and he said, why would I want to 
you okay. know, play into this trope. It's, yes. Yeah. Okay, good. We had the brainwashing test that apparently Tyler had when he came back. Mm-hmm. So glad to theoretically hear that that kind of thing's happening. Although, as usual, their tests are no use whatsoever. Yeah. PTSD means you get quarantined. I presume that's just in a space slash war context. Yeah. Because your behavior could be unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You're just being returned to your planet in a safe way for everyone. I, I think maybe you, you could even come back to Starfleet eventually. Yeah, once he's had some yeah. some healing. Everyone's best friend, Mary Chifo, was on After Trek. She said, Lorel doesn't see herself as the initiator, but the fuel. So she's waiting. Mm. Mm-hmm. The writers talked about the emotional connection she thinks she has with Tyler. So I'm interested to see more about how that plays out. Mary's obviously got, as actors usually have to, a lot of empathy for, for Laurel. Of course. So I'm interested yeah, to yeah. see. So concepts, I don't know, really? Seven? Only because we've already had all the mirror stuff before. We did have the mirror stuff before. I liked how they kind of go into it being a fear-based society, talking about the fascism a bit. But then again, they might have already touched upon that stuff in Deep Space Nine a bit more. I don't think it really treads any huge new ground in concepts. So I'm going to give it a six. Six? Oh, okay. Entertainment. Mary Wiseman, Tilly, called the costumes sexy gladiator murder gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And costume designer Gersha Phillips said it was her version of the TOS sash belt. Mm -hmm. We had them learning how to be in a new society. I can always enjoy more of that. I like a montage or a learning process and the sort of heisty preparation. Felt they skipped over that quite a lot. Obviously, they had a lot of story to get to, but I would have got into more of the prep. The producers opted for Tilly's mirror universe counterpart to have straight rather than curly hair to subvert a trope which, according to Aaron Harbert's evil or stupid characters were often curly-haired women. That's from After Trek. Huh. Hmm. Not sure I can think of any that spring to mind. I think of Moana and she's great. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, brave. And brave. But maybe that's part of a rehabilitation of curly-haired <laughs> girls. I don't know. I don't know. So if any spring to mind, guys, will you comment with them? Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Tilly being killy, Mary did a brilliantly funny performance with it, trying to be an asshole. Yeah. But but she's so <laughs> unpractised in it and so nice. Right. Uh, yeah, there was, I really enjoyed that. Loved Lorca's Scottish accent. Yeah. Apparently he's played a character from Edinburgh before, so he's oh, he's got a good one. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, he's English. And it's a nice callback to Scotty, of course. Yeah. And Argyle. Argyle <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Chief um, Engineer Bagpipes. <laughs> Liked the slow clap quite a lot. Yeah, maybe laugh. Some nice speeches written there for Burnham and for Lorca when they were inspiring Tilly. Yeah. Saying how it's all going to go down. Lots of disturbing, confusing, violent scenes in it, though, which mm-hmm. really rammed home for me. This is Discovery, not TOS. Right. It's consistently good, but it's never as much fun. Because it's serious and it's dark and it's violent and you have to keep coming back to somebody's mind-controlled PTSD brain of torture. It's not pleasant watching. Yeah. Why have you got to throw torture and murder into my makeover episode? (laughs) (laughs) Annoyed about that. (laughs) Yeah. Just leave me alone. Sorry. Seven out of ten. Yeah, I was pretty entertained by this episode. It moves at a fast clip and it's super interesting. This is the second time I've watched it and I was still pretty drawn into it so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a seven as well yeah yeah sexiness yes to the costumes no to the laurel tyler push and pull of the romance and then him realizing who he is and that kind of thing mm-hmm. Creep, that was kind of creeping me out yeah no offense klingons yeah but you haven't been very nice so far apart no. from wolf <laughs> <laughs> no to locker's jacket he's trying too hard there with the little leather Oh, Fonzie jacket. I, li- I liked it. it. Well, it's not a Fonzie. It's it's a longer coat. It's like a long leather coat. More, Is it? Yeah. Oh. Fonzie jacket. Isn't it? Oh, okay. That's what I saw. <laughs> they always put a leather jacket on an older man when they're trying to make him look more action-y. Oh. That was one of the banes of my life when I was a costumer. Oh. <laughs> um, three out of five? If it had just been a makeover episode. You know, four or five. There was a sad sex scene at the end. Mm. But it, it, it was overshadowed by Lorca being yeah. tortured. So. Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> Sad sexy. You know, they're the like, oh, kind. we're screwed. But Let's screw. Let's screw. I, I feel like it was a wash for me, all of it. Uh, Tilly, you know, she had it going on with her hair and her, her outfit. So, yeah, yeah I'll, give, I'll bump that up to a three. I love her, whatever she does. Stupid experts. Culber 
for staying alone with Tyler once he knew. Yeah. I think. That's that seems like you would have security in with you just in case because yes. if he's been imprinted with something else then that's dangerous potentially yeah. yeah and if Colbert was telling him on his own because he likes keeping people's secrets so much he needs to stop doing that <laughs> well he has because he's been killed well there, <laughs> the, <laughs> there's medical confidence yeah exactly yeah. but when it comes to your safety yes that goes out the window man it affects his ability to serve on the ship so it's not confidential mm-hmm. sending tyler on those missions is stupid he's no longer going to a ship that he's got special knowledge of yeah. there's no reason why it needs to be him no why does he need to be the bodyguard is surely there were other people on discovery who could have gone pretending to be burnham's bodyguard who were yeah. in better shape than him they've got a conflict which Lorca's aware of and concerned about that they're romantically involved yeah so then don't pick him but i guess Bur burnham wants him she trusts him even though she shouldn't. Mm. Uh, she's into him. Well, yeah. She's got the hearts for him. That's why. No, that's not how you pick a crew, is it? <laughs> You're right. Tyler, I guess, doesn't know he's killed Culber, but he knows he's way out of whack and he should be taking himself off duty. Or is he too controlled to do to that? Do that? Mm -hmm. But some part of him should be trying to do that. Yeah. Shouldn't it? Yeah. It's confusing. Saru's ganglia went up about Tyler and he said nothing. Yeah, I should have said something. Even Saru? I think three out of five's probably been quite generous. Yeah, three out of five sounds about right. I mean, because there's some really bad, stupid expert stuff on Star Trek. <laughs> so it wasn't that bad, but it was still not great. So three out of five. Yeah. Your guesses? Yeah, they were in another dimension and they did need to blend in to work out how to get home. There was some mirror, mirror action and some high sexiness-ish, but mm -hmm. I missed a lot of the rest of it, of course. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. So let's go into the next part. All right. You're joining us here for the two-parter and now... The wolf inside. So, Rachel. Yeah? The crew of the Discovery finds the horrors of the Terran Empire and must masquerade as their counterparts to find a way home. Yeah, we know. Lieutenant Tyler discovers there may be more to his post-traumatic stress disorder than just remembering torture at the hands of the Klingons. Oh, man. What do you think you're going to get? <gasps> Let's say we'll spend the whole episode worrying that Tyler will kill Burnham or Tilly. Tilly will be a badass, but will make some mistakes bringing suspicion from the other side. Mm -hmm. She'll prove herself a worthy captain, though. Then it'll be down to poor Stamets again somehow to alert people to the threat of Tyler. That's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, we'll see. Forest. 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 So the Discovery crew are now making their ship look like the ISS Discovery, which involves sending some robots out to paint an eye instead of a yeah. U yeah. on there. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, lots of lots of cosmetic differences. Why would they have a science vessel if they're an empire? They would have like lots more weapons. I mean, I guess empires still have scientific vessels, but would Killy be yeah. in charge of a scientific vessel? Probably some sinister science. I guess maybe. So Burnham and Tyler and Locker are on the Shenju to find information on the ship that has gone between dimensions. Is that right? Yes. So they can work out how to get back. Exactly. In sick bay, Stamets is dazed, holding Colba's body. But where's this other doctor who's supposed to be now taking care of Stamets? Yeah. So negligent. <laughs> We've seen them once. <laughs> and then Colba's just left in there the whole time with him, not supposedly taking care of him. Yeah kind of rinky-dink situation is this? Mm -hmm. This is the only sick bit, presumably. Lazy. Yeah, you would think with a crew of this number, there would be a couple sick bays. Mm. But the doctor who's in charge of Stamets, the only patient, yeah. should be in there. Yeah. You know, several people on shifts, something. Maybe it's it was just a few minutes, and to us it seems like, because it was two different episodes, it seems like it was mm. much longer. Maybe. On the ISS Sinju... Burnham's voiceover says that she's falling into an uncomfortable routine and she can't sleep. She's wearing a lacy camisole to sleep in. That seems just a little bit extravagant for that character. 
Well, she is being her counterpart. Mm, so maybe she can have her own choice of underwear as captain. Well, she has a slave come in and bathe her yeah. later. So, you she, know, yeah. <laughs> and she's a sexy version of herself too, isn't she? She's more <laughs> released oh, in right, terms yeah. of her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because she seems to be having guys service her as well, doesn't she? Because that's what they kind of pass Tyler off as oh, right, at one yeah. point. Saru enters, but he is a nameless slave. And he is there to give her a bath. Whoa. How do you feel about someone bathing you? Not good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I don't want a, a bath from so. I mean, you know, I don't flaunt my nudity um, to anybody other than you. Yeah. Uh, so anybody else that would be bathing me is still. But you're, it's not very flattering either. To like usually in a bath, you're sort of slumped over and <laughs> slumped over. You know, you just it's not. It's not speak for yourself. It makes your breasts float and stuff look great. <laughs> does it make your penis float? Does that I look weird? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Good feel, talk. Yeah, I'm glad we're we're talking about this. The you might get used to it if it had been the way for a oh, while. Oh sure. But I don't know. It just feels like you can do it yourself, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. Anything that I can do myself, I feel like it is degrading to have somebody else do it for you so maybe that's why that's it she's doing it yeah well the idea of having a like a valet that dresses you it's like give me a break (laughs) the person who uh, attends you in the toilet oh what was that person called the royal stool or something (laughs) 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 it was but that idea i think it's all about i am so powerful that i can make another person clean my butt you know yeah i think if you're a person who just is respectful of other people you wouldn't have anybody clean your butt you're like look i can i can handle that all right yeah well we don't see him cleaning her butt. no he no might I'm, do. I'm just but i'm saying yeah. or bathing you i have a facial sometimes and i can do that myself you can't really massage yourself but you could do that kind of treatment it well, still feels I'm, nice and pampering i'm sure your um I'm sure your facial is better than the facial you would do for yourself. Yeah, but, but I don't having, have a boob facial or a full body facial or anything. You no, know, or bathing. Like, how yeah. is somebody going to bathe me more professionally than, mm. you know, it's it's ridiculous. I'd like somebody to make it really bubbly and, you know, put some gorgeous oils in there and, yeah. you know, a little neck massage while I'm having a bath, maybe. Yeah. I don't need them doing under my arms or anything. No, no. But would you like it if somebody ran you a beautiful bath? And then it was full of bubbles, so you weren't on display. Sure. And they washed your hair for you and gave you a little neck massage. Is that somebody you? No. It's oh, a it's slave. A, it's a stranger. It's a slave. <laughs> no. God, no. You were almost no. going to go for it. No. Well, I mean, if it was like a service, I mean, that's not that different than a massage or a, like a facial from yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, paid service. So that's, yeah, that's all right. That's I, nice. I don't know if I would personally go for it but i don't see it being demeaning in mm. any way so tell us everybody would you like to be bathed yeah burnham attends an execution via beam out to space of those previously in the agonizers Oh man! only with tyler does she feel like herself and he calls her his tether yeah he needs her to anchor him of course especially now my goodness what mm-hmm. a responsibility on her shoulders i feel like that's with some of my clients occasionally and it's it's a lot. Yeah. But when it's somebody, when it's feeling like a secure base for somebody so that they can go out and explore and grow and progress, that's amazing. That's what you yeah. hope to provide for your children and that's what you hope to provide as a therapist. But yeah. someone with as much difficulty as he's going through needing you as a tether but not being yours, that that's was my, tough. That's my beef with this whole thing is Tyler's like, you're my tether. You keep me grounded. It's like, hey, butthole, yeah. you need to be her tether because yes. she's in charge. Yes. She's the captain of this. Everybody's looking to her. You're background noise to everybody else. <laughs> you Seriously. Be here. be here, should you? It was, yeah, I that, it was one of those moments that it made me think about, you know, male privilege. <laughs> and I'm just like. God, if, why is it about him? <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it should obviously be about her. Yeah, good point. Then the Kelpian walks in on them while they're kind of naked together, and she coldly dismisses Tyler as though he's uh, someone servicing her. Yeah. Slaves are so inconsequential, it doesn't matter if they barge in during sex, I guess. Yeah. Not people. Then she calls the Kelpian Saru, and she says, I'm naming you. Like a pet. She's playing it off, but obviously she's doing it because... She slipped up. Yeah. 
Tilly and Saru hollow call Burnham and encourage her. Burnham has the data they need, but they can't analyze it or send it because mm. they're so hyper paranoid. Any transmission gets monitored. Mm. Saru asks if there are Kelpians on board, and Burnham says, uh, no. Oh, to protect him. <laughs> Tilly and Saru discuss Stamets killing Kolber. Tilly says his brain has changed so much that it isn't him, so it isn't murder. That's interesting, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. She's got a plan. So Captain Maddox calls on Burnham to destroy the Klingon stronghold on Harlak. Kayla Detmer starts to prepare for the obvious order. In this dimension, she doesn't have the augment, by the way. Yeah, because mm. she wasn't, they didn't lose the Battle of Binary the Binary Stars. Stars. If there even was one, I don't remember mm, if they remember. said there was. Burnham quickly says, no, delay that order. I'm the one in charge, not you. Don't mm. be presuming. I've got a better idea. I want to infiltrate the compound and get information about the other rebel bases. Nice. Similar to Kirk in Mirror Mirror. She's trying to command by her own ethics, but also evade suspicion. Right. Cool. Burnham convinces Lorca to risk defying the order from the Empire and approve her plan. She wants to discover what brought all the species together, thinking that this is valuable information for them back home. Yeah. Well done, Burnham, for having a meeting and getting permission. Oh, yeah. Tilly says Stamets has a neural link to the Mirror Universe. That's why he called Tilly Captain a few episodes ago. Yes. Mm. She uh, puts him in a chamber and gives him some spores because she believes this is the way to get him back. Yeah. Well, that helps the tardigrade. Yeah. Tyler and Burnham are transported to the rebel base and they are fired upon, but they quickly surrender to a group of Tellarites and an Endorian. There was a Vulcan sniper, Federation guys now with Klingons, not humans. Mm -hmm. And they're taken to an encampment and they find out that the leader is Vok, oh. the white-skinned Klingon. Mm. Is he the one who had the alliance with Lorel? Yes. Right. Burnham tells the truth about her orders and hopes to let them escape first in return for information on how they all came together and how their alliance works. Yeah. Vok calls for a prophet to verify and it's Sarek. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't seem to know Burnham at all. No. Well, but in this universe, Burnham's colony was never attacked by the Klingons. Because so it goes way back, does it? Do you think this set up? Oh, yeah. Mm. This is, goes up. There was no federation that was ever formed. This right. is hundreds of years. Right, right, gosh. Or 150 years? How long has the federation been around? It's been around a while. He's never met her before. Yeah, we find out later the mere universe Burnham's origin story. Oh, okay. Sarek mind melds with her clip show. <laughs> it's not a clip show. It's just a couple of it's for memories. A while. Well, it's I think it's pretty important because this Sarek never knew her and all mm. of a sudden he's getting all these images of her as his daughter yeah. and like teaching her and all this stuff and the mind melds that he's had with his alt so he's getting mind melds with his ultimate. his old self wow so it's crazy so i, I yeah. appreciate that they're showing it because to me it really gave the weight of like this is all the info this dude is getting right yeah. now and like he's blown away by it <laughs> in a very vulcan way yeah <laughs> yeah and of course, Sarek learns about the whole of the universe through her. Do Tyler, I said. <laughs> they <laughs> <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> Another stupid expert. Sarek confirms she's legit. Vok prepares to evacuate, sharing that they overcame their disparate cultures through the help of Kalis and uniting against a common enemy. Well, this triggers Tyler to start speaking Klingon and he goes on the attack. Because he gets bent out of shape. Because remember, Vok's whole thing, which he got from Takuma was the purity of the Klingon race. Mm. And they need to be pure and they don't need to intermingle with, with anybody. Right. But this Vok is saying, no, we need to be stronger. We need to find allies against mm. our common enemy. Right. So this triggers Tyler to go, no, that's wrong. Yeah. That's not what Takuvma wanted. And then he attacks him. Yeah. Well, Vok goes easy on him. He wins, but yeah. he could have really let him have it, couldn't he? He's quite calm, Klingon, very composed. Well, I mean, he's in charge of this whole rebellion, so he's yeah. got to be together. Yeah. He lets them both go, providing a crystal to prove that their mission was successful. Probably just do a quick mind meld with Tyler first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sarek. Uh, poor Sarek having to unpack all <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa let's whoa, go whoa. back here. 
Stamets' neural patterns are returning to normal, but then suddenly start breaking down. Saru calls for emergency help, despite Tilly's plea, don't go in and stop the oh, process, dear. because this is the only thing that's going to save him. Yeah. But... Saru wants to save him. He sees him going. He, yeah, he's dying. Yeah. So now a team finally bothered to come in to help Stamets. Burnham confronts Tyler, saying, you're not okay. Get out of there, Burnham! People, <laughs> please stop confronting him to tell him he's not okay. He admits that he feels something for Laurel, and he's forced to listen when she speaks and even suspects he isn't Tyler. He saw himself, now speaking about himself as Vok, mm -hmm. on the planet, and it triggered him. Then he speaks as Vok, admitting he infiltrated the ship. Well, I'm glad he's being honest, at least. Finally. But he must be a blend of both people. Yeah. Did they put Vok's organs and brain in Tyler's body? I, I think later on it's revealed that they've just cosmetically and molecularly altered Vok. To make him look like Tyler. Yeah. And Tyler's dead. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I, don't, I'm, I don't remember exactly what happened with Tyler, but I think Tyler was a real guy. If I remember correctly, it's actually Vok. Right. But they've... Doesn't make much sense of what's happened so far then, does it? What do you mean? The way that he has interacted with people and fallen in love with her and... But he, his Vok personality was suppressed. Huh. The way that they were able to trick it, supposedly, is that Vok is the true memory and the Tyler memory is implanted over him. Oh, so yikes. what they're seeing is the implanted memory. So they so he could pass. Because the tricks of doing a brainwashing would have been picked up by the psychotricorder. Oh. But since what he's outwardly displaying is the fake personality that's yeah. how they're able to dupe it goodness i guess <laughs> <laughs> you know it's all a bunch of woo anyway mm. so isn't this like face off <laughs> they've oh. got the technology oh face off <laughs> different body types different heights <laughs> different voices they just literally take a face off and stick it on another face guy off. anyway sorry he admits to killing colber she can't believe any of this until he gives details only Valk would know from when she killed Takuvma because oh. he was there. He was Why doesn't she stun him with her phaser? Maybe they don't have stun on the Mirror Universe ones, I don't know. But she lets him get close enough to grab her, which is one of your pet peeves, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. You've got a gun. Don't let anyone get close enough to grab you. The whole point of a gun is that you can shoot somebody at a distance. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I know she loves him and that. <laughs> the Kelpian slave then appears just in time, throwing Tyler across the room. Because remember, yes. they're super strong, super tough. He's capable of strength and protection, but the race has been enslaved nonetheless. Back on Discovery, Tilly apologizes to Stamets, who seems to be dead. But then he twitches. Oh, he's not dead. Shock. <laughs> and the panel of brain activity lights up. And we see Stamets walking in the forest of spores, and then he sees his mirror version self there, and he says, Ooh. oh, about time you showed up. Oh, gosh. What's oh. going on there? Yeah, what's going to happen with that? Yay, two Stamets. I'll have a few, please. I love him. <laughs> Burnham attends Tyler being beamed into space. Whoa. She steps close, which looks like a last attempt to reach him. Mm -hmm. But we find out later she's doing something else. She's doing sneaky stuff. Yeah, she asks for his last words. He gives, he gives her some Klingon BS. So she punches him, pushes the operator aside and transports him herself. Yeah. <gasps> wow. But Tyler appears in space, starting to die, but he's beamed aboard the Discovery. And Saru takes the data chip from his uniform, which I presume is what she's just put yeah. in there. Now they've got the information. Yes. Yeah. Surely that's going to look so suspicious to the ship that they've just beamed. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that worked because if they're still there, wouldn't they see discoveries like right really close? I mean, within transporter range isn't that far. It's like yeah. a, I think it's a few hundred kilometers or something like that. Or yeah. maybe a thousand or a few thousand kilometers. But still, in space, that's super close. I don't think she said transport them out and then warp off or anything, did she? So no. surely they would have seen that happening. Yeah. Maybe it was at the back. Nobody was looking I'm out the window. I'm sure we can have some explanation <laughs> sure. where she, they immediately warped out and they warped in. But I mean, if he's out there floating around in space, then they, I mean, you don't live that long in the mm -hmm. vacuum of space. You've got yeah. maybe a minute or two tops. Yeah. So Burnham is talking with Lorca again. She's having a little conference. Got him out of his agonizer. Mm -hmm. and, oh, uh, and every time we see him out of his agonizer, he's in terrible pain and yeah, just he, trying to get by. He looks rough. Oh, it is not an act, obviously. No. They haven't said it so that he just pretends to scream. He's clearly getting the full deal. <laughs> yeah. 
Lorca says we need to keep up appearances in, in case Saru can't decode the data. Because mm. she was like, well, let's get out of here. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, we not yet. We might them all. Suddenly, before the rebel base evacuation is complete, another ship appears and fires upon them. Then they get a hollow call from the Emperor Philippa Giorgio. Ooh. Captain Michael Burnham, you've been away too long. Though I can't say the same for your prisoner. I do not appreciate having to walk my way across the quadrant to clean up your untended mess. When I give an order, I do not expect to be ignored. Don't you bow before your emperor? That's the reveal. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Remember how when we were talking about how the first two episodes almost felt like you didn't need them? Mm. Like it could have just started. setting up a character, then they're just going to kill. Those two episodes are laying the groundwork for all of, all of the stuff that's now going to be coming in the series. Ah, uh, right. Because okay. it establishes her relationship with, with Giorgio. And we got an interesting review recently from oh, yeah? somebody who, and we'll put the details of it on our comments show this month, who said, you're getting it wrong. You're focusing too much on how Burnham was at fault for the Battle of the Binary Stars and for Giorgio's death. It was Giorgio's fault. She put them into that situation. That's yeah. a really good point because... They still George... gave us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Giorgio was in command. Yeah. She was the one that had her beam over. She was the one that made all those decisions. When you're in command, you take responsibility for everything that happens. And you're right, listener who commented. Yeah, interesting. So uh, thank you for that. That's well, a good a good perspective. And I yeah. think we should keep that in mind as we go forward. Mm. But more relevant now, isn't it, that Giorgio in some form is back. Yes, yes, it definitely will be. So check out the comment show for more on that discussion. So concepts. Giorgio is the emperor. I don't have any particularly strong feelings about that oh. i'm a bit yeah i didn't well, feel attached to her yeah okay i think i know why i i'm into it because she becomes a pretty integral character she sticks around oh she's coming back with them maybe that's, the, mm, that's, that's a bit not, of a spoiler ooh, there but good, is it? she's a very interesting character she's very evil but also kind of a cool baddie and oh, okay. there's some complications that go on that we're going to explore in the next episode. All right, I'll go that for makes that. It, it makes it very interesting. I didn't see it coming about Vok. I was tricked by the PTSD yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is that clever? I don't like it. <laughs> well, I know you don't like it because you liked Tyler and you don't yeah. want Tyler to be a baddie. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's good. I yeah. think that's good writing and you're, you you liked him and that's what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to like him and you feel empathy for him. And I'm supposed to be led down the path of his human story. Yeah. But his story is not over yet. Yeah. We had to see a lot of flipping flashbacks of torture to get to this point though, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't even need to see. Yeah. We had the concept of not being yourself because Stamets' brain is so changed by all the jumps. It's not him. So it's not murder, says Tilly. Yeah. But of course, there is still elements of him. You know, if somebody came up and injected you with something and then you did, a, you know, something terrible, like you murdered somebody because you were, your brain has been altered. Yeah, I agree. It's, yeah. Not, it's not murder. But I've, I've never thought about it like that before. Hmm. Of course, Tilly. She's everything. She's everything. <laughs> Kelpians are slaves in the mirror universe. Maybe the only role they could manage because they're so afraid it mm -hmm. wouldn't feel possible for them to be part of the Alliance or they didn't have the option. Because they were enslaved, perhaps. Yeah. We've got the death penalty. They beam them out, but of course they torture them first. Mm -hmm. So quite the antithesis, as they say, of Starfleet. Absolutely. Agonizer booths, which we've had similar before. I liked the concept of finding out how a Klingon is able to lead a strong federation as a way to find peace in their dimension. Yeah, that there's something in the wiggle room of a belief or a doctrine. Two people can claim to be Christian and have very different behaviors and belief systems yeah and both be able to cite their scriptures on why they believe what they do but there's still that that wiggle room and mm -hmm. you know i'm christian i'm christian we do different things i'm klingon i'm klingon mm. i can be in a federation i think no we can't be in a federation we have to have cultural purity mm. the idea that burnham is going i'm going to talk to this guy because now mm -hmm. he's going to give me some insight into their thinking and how maybe we can change hearts and minds yeah, of yeah. the Klingons, because this Klingon's willing to invest in other species yeah. if it means that that they can help him reach his goals. Yeah, and compromise yeah, on what those goals will be against a common enemy. 
it's a cool idea. It's a yeah. good concept. And I wish they had a little bit more time to kind of discuss those nuances because it was all very rushed with plot. Yeah, they do brush over things that yeah. I'm interested in sometimes. They're heady concepts, I suppose, but I just didn't particularly like them. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a six. I was going to give it a six because I, yeah. I liked it a little bit, but didn't think it was ex- executed as well as it should have been. I like setting up the alliance between different species and how that could happen in a mirror universe. Entertainment. Tilly being devoted to Stamets. We also saw her either in this episode or the other one trying to annoy him to try and sort of bring him back to himself. It was very sweet. Yeah. I wasn't such a fan of this episode in general. There was a lot of grim stuff and the revelation of Bok didn't really sit right with me, but it'll probably be a grower, won't it? I liked the stuff down on the planet that uh, gave it a little bit more room, even though there was a fight in it. Yeah. To think and to get to know the other side of this universe. So for entertainment, eh, I give it a five. A five. Yeah. Me yeah, too. I think so? it's middle of the road. I don't think it's particularly bad or particularly good. It's just a competent episode of Star Trek. Yeah. Trek's. It's probably our lowest ranking Discovery episode. Riff, so far, yeah. Tell us. Uh, sexiness. Well, I feel disloyal to curly-haired girls, but Tilly's hair was really badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apart from that, uh, Burnham looked really nice in her little camisole. But yeah. it's not a sexy episode. No. We're going to have to go 2.5. 2.5. Stupid experts. Up the yin-yang. <laughs> Tilly goes rogue with specialist knowledge to save Stamets. That's good. And there's some very clever, quick thinking by Burnham. But she shouldn't let Tyler get close enough to grab her, even though she's got a phaser. Mm-hmm. And then we've just got some stupid experts left over from before about Tyler being there at all. and Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. I suppose it wasn't that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I was going to give it a one. Fox should have had Sarek mind meld Tyler. Well, I mean, a mind meld is a pretty intimate experience, so mm. I don't think you would want to just mind meld with people willy-nilly. willy-nilly. <laughs> willy-nilly mind meld. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just give it a, a that one. That sounds like a bath oil. In <laughs> 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 a bath foam. <laughs> willy-nilly mind meld. Oh, my. Let's get that made up. But I'll say 1.5. Okay. What about your guesses? I said we'll spend the whole episode worrying Tyler will kill Burnham or Tilly. Ah, ish. Tilly was badass, but she didn't get that much chance to be captain in this episode. No. She, I don't think she made any mistakes bringing suspicion on them. No. She didn't get much chance to prove herself a worthy captain, but she did want Saru to recommend her for the command training program. So yeah, she's a, getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> Ill-timed as well. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, I'm doing great with Stamets, so maybe you could recommend me. And he's like, oh, I'll think about it. it Not Stam- really the time dying, to be yeah. talking about this. <laughs> it wasn't down to Stamets to alert people about Tyler, unfortunately. He no. wasn't capable of that. No. So I hope you enjoyed our double bill today. Yeah. We thought we'd uh, p- pair those two together. And then this month, give you three next-gen episodes. Hope that's, you enjoy that too. That's right. Well, let's give you uh, a little teaser for next next gen next time on star trek the next generation today i am a warrior lieutenant Worf takes part in a savage klingon ritual <laughs> commander Riker faces a vicious feud with his father we could clear the air once and for all you're on each one confronts a do or die test of courage this fight is all we have left on star trek the next generation Ooh, looks exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our show. We know there's a lot out there, and I'm, I'm so glad that you're with us. Yeah, taking the time and letting us to hang out in your head for a little while. Yeah. We'll see you next week. With that, I'm Rachel Lackey. I'm Chris Lackey, and you've been listening to... Rachel Watches Star Trek. Star Trek!